I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, you're so far in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight. Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight. Everyone's coming on Kyle tonight. Wait, what? No, nobody's coming on Kyle tonight. Everything's coming up, Kyle, tonight. You can't shut this mouth. Season 5, episode 23, 2, 3, 2, two three. 3. The Michael Jordan of episodes, you might even say. The, uh, the Don Mattingly of episodes, you might say. The... Is anybody else wear 23? I can't think of anybody else that wore 23. <laughs> Who knows? But either way, it's going to be a great one, guys. It is St. Patrick's Day. Technically tomorrow is St. Patty's Day. But we are celebrating it tonight into tomorrow. And uh, to do that, I need some help. I can't, I mean, I could celebrate alone, but I choose not to. I am here joined, as always, by Mr. Justin Olimpedo. Hey, man, I just did a quick search. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. LeBron James. LeBron did wear it. Frank Gore. Okay. Anthony Davis. Is Don Mattingly not on this list? Don Mattingly. Okay, he is. I was was going to be very upset with myself. Ooh, Devin Hester. Ryan Sandberg. What sport does Devin Hester? Soccer. Nope. Devin Hester? No, nope. nope. Football. Yep. Football, okay. Marshawn sure. Lynch. I should have just said Griffin. football and covered both of them. Blake Griffin was 20. I thought they just would have retired David 23 Justice. across the board. You know, Justice was. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, but across the board in basketball, I figured that would be uh, one that you just retire. But I guess a lot of people uh, still want to wear it. People still want to wear it. Uh, and speaking of things that you still want to wear, we're joined by... The, the most comfortable sweater of a, of a human being I've ever known, Mr. Zachary Storman. That was a very eloquent. The, the way, you, the way you, you held it and opened it was, I wouldn't say dainty, because it wasn't dainty at all, but it was kind of dainty and eloquent. Uh, more eloquent than dainty. Daint on my taint. 
You got a dainty, 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 tasty. Oh, oh. Well, guys, to celebrate with uh, the the season, St. Patty's Day, yeah. we uh, have a band that is actually from Ireland. They're from North Ireland, and oh, yeah. they are called No Matter. They are a really fun uh, uh, new wave of pop punk that is happening, uh, especially in the UK, Europe, Australia, that we've been a big fan of. Uh, I fucking love the resurgence. I mean, Cosmic Psychos just put out that other song. That's such a good song. They have a little reference to the chats in there. Yeah. They, they have the Smoko on the thing, and then the guy looks like whatever the fucking guy's name. It, it's a pretty good fucking video. Uh, good, but yeah. we're going to we're gonna be bringing you some music from Ireland. Two new songs, one a little bit older than the other. Um, it's actually a, a footage from a live show they did way back in like 2018, I think. But one of the last shows... Uh, like one of the big la- last big shows they were able to to do before the whole world shut down 2018 2019 Manchester Punk Festival yeah Manchester Punk Fest these guys have been all over Europe and be telling you a lot about them we're going to be hearing uh, two of their singles tonight um, but we we have a bunch of shit that we're going to be drinking and it's going to be usually we do what are we drinking and it's just kind of like a segment and we kind of back off. But we're going uh, Patty's themed today, right? We're going Patty's themed, so we are going with uh, one American drinking beer and a couple other beverages, and we're going to kind of spread it out uh, throughout uh, the day. But before we get to what we are drinking tonight, um, I, I have something I wanted to inquire with you guys. Uh, no, because... I didn't watch the Grammys. Who cares? No, I didn't watch the Grammys either, actually. I, I, I didn't even realize they were happening, but that's yeah, a I shock for that. me. Uh, but the Grammys, I usually don't watch. I did hear that Bill Burr pissed more people off, which I'm just... Keep going. Keep you know going. one yeah. best metal performance? No. Body Count. I don't yeah. even know Body Count. Ice, Ice T's band? Wait, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, that's totally accurate. They haven't lost any credibility uh, ever with that nomination alone. Jesus, that's... I haven't listened to it. Have you listened to it at all? I think I heard it when the song came out, but I don't recall it. Whatsoever. Yeah, I uh, I'm glad. I'm sure all the metalheads are really stoked about that. I'm sure they're really really pumped on that. No, I was going to bring up one one. She's eight. Wait, like Jay Z and Beyonce's daughter? Yeah. Won what? a won a Grammy mm-hmm. for what? I don't know. Some spoken word shit. Oh, uh, she probably read a book she, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, she probably read like. If we could make the world better because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Not to downplay whatever she did. I'm sure it was good. I'm sure it was meaningful. But uh, not any other eight-year-olds getting that award. And, uh, I'll tell also, you that. Billie Eilish won more awards. Okay, good for Billie Eilish. Eilish. I can never say her name without saying Irish. It's just Billie it's just, Irish. It's Billie Irish. I just think it's what her name should be. Um, but no, what I was going to bring up to you is a couple weeks ago we talked about it last week. Uh, we got Michael Demers chiming in saying, yo, yo. dude, body count is the shit. He, all right. We got we got one guy on the side of it. I'm going to have to listen and determine for myself. I'm, I'm assuming I'm not going to like it. Unless it's just him. Uh, it's Ice-T you, you said their, or Ice-Cube? Ice-T. Ice-T. You never heard their original song? I don't think so. When they so. first got big in the 90s, they had a song called Cop Killer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. It's the same group. It's the same... Yeah. Oh, I never realized that was considered a metal performance. Uh, They're a metal band. Yeah. Okay, so is is he is uh, Scott Ian in that? Is is he in that that thing or no? No. 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 Uh, no it's like an Ice actual. Ice Ernie C, Tracy, Morrow Jr., and Juan Garcia. Yeah, so okay. It's, 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 All right. It's, they've been a band. I need for to be educated time. on this. But Mikey did put bring out the fact that a lot of 
big names do have a lot of their hands within. The, oh yeah, within God, he's got he's he's got that SVU money for the last twenty three years. That's where all yeah. that that production quality and the promotions, I'm sure, came from. For sure. But no, what I was going to ask you about is we all got tattooed, uh, or the two of us got tattooed, tattooed, and Justin was there helping us film. But you both have been tattooed in the past. I'm curious, how much does the hair growing back? Bother you guys? It never bothered. Never me. bothered you because no. right here, it's, so itchy when it's the hair getting goes back. itchy. Yeah. And well, I woke up in the middle of the night, like rubbing my arms together, like without knowing. And then I was like, oh, I gotta go put more ointment on. And I've been using the Aquaphor. I went and got what what he said was like the higher end one, the better one. Um, and it's been doing really well. He saw it yesterday. I, I bumped it actually on Sunday. So Dom saw it and was like, it's healing nicely and everything. But the hair started to grow back, and it's all right here where, like, the heavy coloring is. The itching, I just associate that with just your body healing. You know, like, when you get a cut, it fucking itches when it gets a It's been a long time since I shaved my arms, so I wasn't really sure if this is just as itchy as my arms would be if I shaved my arms, or if this is extra itchy. And that makes me really feel bad for people that get, like, a tattoo on, like, the beard part of the face. Yeah. That's got to be a pain in the... have to commit to not shaving. Like, what if you went in and got a tattoo and you had a full beard and you're like, I just want it right here, and they just shave this one section and you got to let it fully grow back in? You got to wait. How long do you wait till you shave over a tattoo? Like uh, that, that seems I don't know. like months. You wouldn't be able to do that for months. This is hurting and not hurting, but it's itching. And the irritation of the itch, I'll say, so far, minus him cleaning it off with the with the bleach or whatever the fuck he poured on my arm and wiped it off at the end of it. This is the most annoying part of the tattoo. Sure. But I'm I still... I'm super scabby. Yeah. yeah you are. And I don't use that much lotion ever. I've been I've been very anal about uh, making sure that this is nice and lubed up. Uh, very anal about the lube. Always very I don't even very use the ointment. About the lube. What do you just use straight uh, lotion I, on if it? If I feel like If it. you need it. Sometimes yeah. I just don't Did you take to. better care of your tattoos when you first started getting tattoos, do you think? Like, were you kind of... Because I feel no, like I'm new to it. I think I was to just too... Uh, I think it's not... Don't do anything bad, but, yeah. like, it's not as important as it seems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like the biggest thing is, is to not use... And- Something that is oil based, like you put something that's oil based, you're just trapping. Yeah, putting well, nothing yeah, the whole... is better than putting the wrong. Well, thing. that's yeah. what I was. I was looking it up, and uh, and I was like, what is going to be the best? You know, because he had said Aquaphor, and then a couple other ones. And I went with Aquaphor, but I was like, can I just use Vaseline? And I look, and it's like, do not use just straight Vaseline because yeah. it just coats well, I it. Was it Mark? And... Mark was telling me that he does. He just stopped using lotion altogether and just lets him heal um, and lets him heal dry, and then. He's big into sunblock. Yeah, lo- yeah. Well, like, that's you know, the other thing I'm gonna have to have to make sure. If I lotion up, when I'm on the golf now, course, you know, this is gonna be squared up, right, right there, ready to be uh, beamed down with all the sun. So I'm gonna have to lotion. It's weird. It's weird when it. uh, that part of your skin is warmer than. That is the other thing. The temperature. How long does that take? Because they say the whole process takes upwards of a month for it to heal. I'm just saying, when you're going, when you're in the sun and whatnot, you're gonna oh, notice this area it's itself. Warmer. I would say it's still yeah. like radiates heat right now like if i put my sleeve down that spot on my arm does get warmer um and i don't know if that's just a psychosis thing i got going on 
because I think I have a handful of them. Um, but uh, we up here have a handful of psychosis problems. Uh, but yeah, it's been weird and it's been annoying and it's been irritating. But it still hasn't stopped me from immediately wanting to go get number two. Uh, which I think I've dedicated. Uh, I t- I'm going to get number two. I'm actually going to get a number five for my number two, uh, a Roman numeral V on the back of my arm uh, as a reference for your, to for your boss. For my boss, yeah, for Veronica. But no, it's going to be a big, you know, bar across it, you know, style, not just like not just the V. I'm going to go yeah, yeah, very, very solid. formal, solid looking, and kind of Ninja Turtles font in the idea of like the curvature of it, okay. but not uh, Ninja Turtles five. Want more ooze? More ooze. Ooze in your eye. That's what that one is. Gets ooze cocky is happening. Ooze cocky. Uh, April O'Neil. April will kneel. That's what it will. That's the tagline for it. For the Ninja Turtles Bukaki uh, uh, fan fiction that we are we are going to be filming soon. Um, another thing uh, that that happened this week. I got a free organ. Uh, strictly to piss off my roommate, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I'm Does probably it work? moving. Out. It works. Now, this is what I will say. It works. Certain things you can tell it's uh, just wires are frayed a little bit like well, that. It's you'll not be in haunted. The club. It's not <laughs> you haunted. Shall be in the club. Soon. But I'll say that it. What I'm enjoying about it is if I were to like play something and record it, it has certain wiring must be loose on certain keys and like you know certain connections must not be great because it's a 50 year old sure. fucking organ. So you'll be. I'll, I just put on like the flute setting. And I'm just going like do 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 do. And I would hold it up. I'd be like, do, 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 And I'm like, oh, do, 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 do. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. So now I'm just going to start writing stuff, stuff to the imperfections. Yeah. Because it's like, do, 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 do. At a spot I would never do anything remotely as creative as that. I'm just going to let this kind of uh, force the, let, the let fate force it, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really just a big piece of junk, and I'm really happy. I was going to get a piano as well. I was going to get a piano as well, but uh, fuck moving a piano, uh, as uh, Zach definitely knows as well. Yeah. Justin, I'm sure you've uh, had had fair share of dealing with moving uh, a piano in your life at some point. I moved well, I mean, a baby grand organ, piano. I mean, the piano is a different story, but even just moving that organ that's upstairs. Yeah. That's why it's, it's broken. It and just it needs sits to there. Go, but I just well, I was talking to my brother-in-law. I'm going to end up cutting it all up. Yeah, yeah my brother-in-law pieces. runs a property in in East Stroudsburg, and he uh, he had the these two items left behind by a tenant, and he was first messages me about the piano, and he goes, "Hey, is there anybody you know that would want a piano? Do you know like any way best way of getting rid of this?" And I was like, "Yeah, go on Facebook Marketplace and write free must pick up because it's the only way you're gonna yeah, get rid of yeah. it." But I did say I was like, I had the thought it'd be really cool to get that, put it in like a controlled area where we could light it on fire and just film the thing burning and then be able to go back in and green screen like Zach like basically playing on this piano so you get kind of the dimensions right yeah. and then green screen him into it and my brother-in-law Randy immediately goes yeah apparently lighting pianos on fire is a big thing people love doing it yeah. and then people don't snap all of the uh, the the cords the wires in it mm. so they're just standing next to it and the whole thing just explodes and wires go everywhere <laughs> yeah. and I'm like I've been smacked hard by a guitar string like where <laughs> yeah. you're just like oh, and it goes pop and your arms just right yeah, over the it big piano ones oh dude arms. it is those are like Dexter level I'm gonna strangle yep. you to death <laughs> like fucking cables so I wanna I wanna burn a piano really badly. I think the it'd be a really fun thing to do. But the, the, there's a huge piece of metal. In a oh, piano. that won't burn. Why it's that's why yeah. the piano is so heavy. Oh yeah, it's a giant chunk of metal. In oh it. yeah. 
good and old then you're Pennsylvania gonna burn it, steel. And then it's just going to be in my yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't say necessarily in your yard. I said it in a controlled area that most likely would actually be your yard. Um, but uh, I don't think I wouldn't let you burn a piano anywhere else. Well, I'm trying to think that if, if you could find like uh, Panna Hills, if they were allow you on property and go on like there, because it always burns down anyway. Yeah, uh, but true. if you were allowed to go on their property and put it on like one of the tennis courts, so it's just like all right, it, it is like non-flammable surrounding as right. much as possible and we're gonna get all like the wires and everything get cut all the cords get everything that's gonna explode as much as possible out of there and then just set it there and film and film us uh burning it how long do you think it takes a piano to burn all the way down quite a while quite a how while. much gasoline we fill it with mm. it's true as well. are we filling it with just jugs of gasoline so then the, the plastic and no, the, i don't no. want to get the jugs are worth money you okay don't burn the jug. i'm saying would it be a better explosion if it was yes. inside something no, it would be worse you worse know, burning plastic is never good. i've burnt a tart before i know how fun That's it is the worst. it's great we plastic. didn't do that here did we? No, we did no. it at richards. richards yeah we did it we did, yeah. i really try hard not to burn Plastic. Yeah, it's not a good smell, and no. it's, it's not good for it the planet. Smokes. It's, it's not, not good, good for, for yeah. Anybody. Anybody, Although the craziest fire like that we had here was when we burnt all those clothes. Yeah, but the big part of that was the <laughs> you weren't lacquer. doing a lot of windbreakers. Yeah. We, we burned some sort of that's true tea, uh, coffee table. Yeah, something. So, oh, is that there's a car going I by? I thought. Car going oh by. my god! I'm sitting here going like this is everything's vibrating oh, like a. Just somebody in a souped-up vehicle. Um, I do have a, a, a new album that I'm really Mikey stoked Demer to check out. Hours it would take. It says he burnt an old organ uh, just outside Strasburg a couple years ago. Hell yeah! Does he have footage of it? That's what we really you got need. Footage? You need. We need that footage because then we can just skip over my whole idea if you got footage. Um, a new album that's coming out. Uh, it's actually an EP. Uh, Ringo Starr is releasing an EP uh, called Zoom In. And uh, it's a very, it's very Ringo. It's super peace and love. You know, he's all peace and love all the time. He's like one guy that's always just kind of stuck with peace right, and love, right. and seems to mean it. Um, but he, uh, it's it's super happy. It's just like the guy, like, and, and and he keeps coming up in conversations that I'm having at like work and just like random shit. And Zach is a Ringo guy. We've established that Zach is a Ringo guy. I like Ringo. Um, he is your favorite. He is one of two surviving members, obviously. Uh, Justin, have we established who your favorite Beatle was? Are you are you um, siding with anyone, or are you just? I don't know. I think for a little while I was on the side with you or George. Yeah, it's either George or Ringo. George or Ringo. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I I can appreciate you being on that fence. Yeah, um, I'm on the George to Paul fence, but slowly moving closer to Ringo. Um, no, so no, he... given given the fact that you said that the album is very happy do you think that that equates for the Beatles happiness through songs where his parts this would actually have very like literally it's it's a it's a almost it's a very themed uh, uh, EP it's all basically about the last year of everybody's life and it's literally called zoom in because he had to zoom in to, with everybody to practice gotcha. and stuff like that so uh, I know Dave Grohl works on the EP in some form basically anybody that was ever part of the all-stars it's still alive and Paul McCartney is also performing on it. So I went to Ringo's YouTube page. I went to his YouTube page. YouTube, YouTube page? YouTube page. Um, and YouTube I, uh, I, I was curious to, to hear at least one of the singles. So he had one of them posted on there. And then I looked. And how many, how many people do you think are subscribed to the official Ringo Starr YouTube page? Seven. Hundred thousand. Seven hundred Justin, what do you think? Fourteen million. Fourteen million. Yeah. He has 
163,000 subscribers. Oddly low. Very low. And then I looked at it. If you had to guess, what would be the order then of the 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 most? If he's if he's at uh, 163, what do you think? Who's the most? John. All, all the Beatles have one, even though they're dead. John. Before, who is the most, and how many do you think it is? So you're saying it's John is Six the most. Six million. Six million. All right, Justin. Who do you think it is? Paul. You think it's Paul? All yeah. right. And what do you think he's at? Again, I'm going to say I'm going to say it's at six million as well. Six million as well. All right. So it, it is John. It is John number one. Makes sense. And then it does go Paul, and then George, and Ringo is in last place. So it kind of John, Paul, George, Ringo. It goes in the way that you have always been taught to say their names. Right. John has one point four six million subscribers. Oh wow. Paul has eight hundred and eighty thousand, huh. and then George has four hundred fifty three thousand. Which is just crazy to me. Is there an official Beatles? Gonna, there's no YouTube? point to subscribe, it, though. It makes sense that there isn't really I guess a point. Ringo, because he's Ringo still and doing Paul. Stuff. Paul is the one that I was like, okay, I thought Ringo would be closer to the million mark, and yeah. then I thought Paul would at least be at like five or ten million because I mean, did Kanye make him famous a couple of years ago? Like that's sure. not numbers of a guy that Kanye worked with. There are rappers that Kanye has worked with one time. And they have no other singles that I've ever heard of that definitely have more than 880,000 subscribers. Like, it's insane to me. It's insane. Uh, but, again, not, not too shocking on the order of it all. Um, I would say John Lennon probably in the last year gained a lot because that Imagine song uh, was redone over by all those celebrities. So people were Googling him more. Hate it so, was it's such a bad song and that was such a bad version of it. And I really used to love that song and now it's just I don't know. Just uh, it's it's very easy to get tired of John Lennon post the Beatles. yeah. The the crazy thing is is the Beatles do have a YouTube channel. That's the one thing I didn't look at. What is their what is their It's uh, five point three nine million. That's it. But you have yeah, to but figure, you know how many people are subscribed to Kanye? How many? Not even seven million. Like really? 7. So I guess YouTube but, is more for the, the discovery. I mean, obviously, of videos and, and entertainment. It's, yeah, it's more but more of a visual platform for people. But but you got to look at the people YouTube that are music though. That would include yeah, but those people, Beatles fans, yeah, but you know like many, the people. How many does PewDiePie have? Mm. Uh, I'll let you know in a second. I but, know how many. But the Beatles Link have seventeen million subscribers. But, I know yeah, that. Yeah, PewDiePie has hundred and nine million subscribers. Subscribers. It's crazy. Jesus. But the people Christ. that like the Beatles are already listening to him on. He is hundred and nine or... times more popular than John Lennon <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. And probably in the world right now. Like I'm sure there are plenty of people that are wearing Lennon shirts that don't know. Well, obviously people don't know who modern, like younger generations obviously don't know who. The Beatles are yeah yeah because again they thought Kanye brought uh, Paul McCartney to the foreground yeah oh jeez ah oh, jeez all the, right to the foreskin to the foreskin <laughs> do we know if any of them have foreskin uh, I don't know I heard a story about Patrick Stewart finding out he had foreskin in his sixties he thought he was circumcised and his wife was like no you're not circumcised and he went to a doctor and was just like Doc I'm, I'm circumcised right and he goes no no you are not circumcised he goes 
what? And he just never saw another penis that wasn't like his, so he just assumed, oh yeah, I was How long did he think your foreskin was then? How <laughs> short is his foreskin naturally is really what I want to know. He's got a turtleneck. He's got he's a got, natural turtleneck? He's got, and it's got an insignia right here. It's got four little dots on the side yeah, of it. It's very and fancy. It's, yeah, it's very fancy, very fancy. It's a captain's level uh, foreskin. Uh, Sir sure. Patrick Stewart's foreskin. <laughs> P. Stew's P. Crew <laughs> cut. Uh, dick fuck. sweater. All right, dick, dick sweater. Dick sweater. Hey, uh, I'm Dick Sweater. I sell <laughs> I sell used Cadillacs. My name's Dick Sweater here at Dick Sweater Ooh, Kia dick. And Sweaters. Sweaty Dick Kia. <laughs> sweaty Dick Kia. All right, guys. Well, we've got a whole night of drinking a lot of stuff and listening to a lot of music ahead of us. So let's jump into it, Justin. What are we drinking? <laughs> Drink it so you don't have to. Review it in the morning for the bathroom. Cheap booze and craft brews. Review it in the morning for the bathroom. What do we drink it? What do we drink it? Yeah. <laughs> you suffer from dick sweat, get a dick sweater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Say a dick zester, was that what you were saying? Yeah, a little, little zest of dick. <laughs> a little zest. You just want to shave a little bit of that off just to get the little essence zest. of dick skin. You just want the dick skin. Now, if we can get some donkey dick skin, uh-huh. essence of donkey dick skin, then we really put that right over our donkey fondue that we're going to be making with that good old donkey cheese. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, I was shocked today when I looked in our rankings and realized we've not done Rolling Rock as an official it's ranking. Weird. This has been traditionally our drinking beer like for years when i started working at the cinder it was the drinking beer of all of the bartenders there and i was like wait do you and guys the customers and the customers yeah. and i'm like do you guys actually all drink this because i never drank until i started hanging out with you and then you at some point zach got i don't know which one of you started doing but started bringing home rolling rock and i'd be here or i'd come over Probably and there'd just be rolling but... rock and i immediately thought of it as because i didn't i hadn't purchased it I was like, oh, this must be, like, the cheaper version of, like, getting Miller Lite. And at some point it was, and now it's pretty much just getting Miller Lite. Like, you can yeah, get it yeah. kind of at the same price point. But Rolling Rock Extra Pale uh, from the glass line tanks of old Latrobe. Not anymore. Nope. Um, it's made in New Jersey they, now. They, It's owned by Anheuser-Busch. Um, no, nobody... actually... It's owned by InBev. It was owned oh, by InBev. Oh, Anheuser- right, right, because InBev well, has got that so whole Anheuser bullshit now. So Anheuser sold Rolling Rock to InBev. Right. And then... Uh, like a year after that, InBev just bought all of Anheuser. So technically, Anheuser doesn't own it. Doesn't own it, so it's not under that oh, umbrella. Owned by the, yeah. um, but it is, they still list it as manufactured by them, so I don't know what the rules right. are. It originally uh, yeah, it's came probably out in, a facility. in 1939. It came back all the way in 1939, and it is 4.4%. And they, they give it a, they say it's a golden yellow color, which is uh, traditional for most light beers. Now, uh, first time I remember seeing these was people drinking the pony bottles. Pony bottles were yeah, pony really big. Very popular. Yeah. People love them. But honestly, uh, having it out of the tap, when we had it on tap at, at uh, work, I thoroughly enjoyed that and drank it way more than I drink it out of the can or the bottle. Um, now, generally, I do appreciate things out of the can. This one is one that I was introduced to in a can first and then went to a green bottle. Yep. I don't really like green bottles for the most part. Too much light gets in. You can get them skunked a little bit. You're taking a risk. I've never uh, really had a problem with bottles of Rolling Rock. Though. Not too much. They're they're not like in an open case. Like unless you're buying it from some shitty pizzeria that's got their beer cooler right next to the window and it's actually getting sunlight into yeah, it. Yeah. You're probably not too much of a risk. 
But I will say, for for the price, it is good. Uh, the price is oddly cheaper out in California, where I got it for fourteen dollars a thirty pack last like Jesus. a year and a half ago. And yeah, thirteen dollars for a forty pack. I thoroughly enjoy this beer. It is light. It is refreshing. It is a crushable fucking beer. And yep. I don't think there's really, for me, much more to add to it. Justin, what's your experience with this beer? Obviously, we drink it a bunch. And what are your personal I thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, it's something that I'll buy. Uh, buy it often. Usually, yeah. It's an easy solution to a problem of yeah. what do I get? <coughs> what do I want? I yeah. don't really want anything yeah. heavy. I don't just give me a rolling rock. It's the equivalent of going into Blockbuster in the 90s and just getting an Adam Sandler movie. You're like, ah, I just get this. Yep. Like, I, uh, Pretty much. Got a one out of two chance that it's going to be I would decent. probably get it to bring to parties. Yeah, oh, something. definitely, like, definitely. It's just one of those things I know anybody will... Like, most people... I don't know if I've really run into anybody where they're like, Oh, no, I won't drink this. that. People will do that to Coors. People will do that to Miller Lite. People will do that to Budweiser. But Rolling Rock does seem to be neutral. And yeah. I'm curious if that's different outside of our area because it is a Pennsylvania thing. True. Even though it's no longer a Pennsylvania thing, it is supposed to be like, you know, Pittsburgh area, old Latrobe. Like, it, it, it has a storied past for almost 100 years around here. Right. Uh, uh, Justin, what do, you, what do you give this on a scale? Zero to 100. Again, it's extra pale, rolling um, rock. It doesn't say Pilsner. It doesn't say lager or anything like that. Just extra be, pale. be a little more biased in this yeah. because I've drank so much of uh -huh. it and I do enjoy it. I'm going to go with a 60. 68. That's a fair one. That's a fair yeah. one. And I understand the bias because you don't want to go too hard against it so you don't overrank it. But yeah. you don't want to sit here and go, no, it's a 90, bro. It's a 90 because I drink it all the time. But yeah. drinking it as much as we do has to play into it a little yes. bit. Zach, what are your thoughts on this beverage and what do you give it? I love Rolling Rock. You love it? This is my, my go-to for many years. I started drinking Rolling Rock in college. Hell yeah. Which was 12 years ago. Okay. Yes. Jesus Christ. Jesus, you're old. <laughs> um, 12 years ago, Justin was almost 50. So yeah, that's I mean, a really long time yeah. ago. Um, I do prefer it in the, the bottles. You like it in the bottles? Even at home, I usually buy it in the bottles. It is true. You and probably, if you count Nights at Floods in the cinder, yeah. I must have had... 10,000 yeah. or who knows how many countless bottles of Rolling Rock now it's I your, have it's your It's your go-to. You drink it over Miller Lite. You're going to drink it over almost any other light beer, right? Like, in the way that I generally will reach towards, like, a Ham's, this is the one that you, you opt for yeah, nine times out of ten. Demis is saying that he you put him onto Rolling Rock as well. Oh, yeah. You yeah. help the sales of Rolling Rock a lot in this, this area. Well, we... Yeah, and like I was the only guy drinking it for a while, then everyone started drinking it. Yeah. And then I started going to the cinder and everybody at the cinder drinks all it. All of the employees. Yeah. I literally got done with work. Yeah, and all the regulars too. Yeah. Swan, oh, yeah. all the old yeah. men everyone loves a rolling round. Everybody can drink it, and if it's one that's like accidentally opened, it's like the quickest thing. Because sometimes there'll it's be a, a Heineken beer, and, and, and a rolling rock next to each other, and someone goes, Give me another Heineken. And you just pop it open, you're like, ah, fuck, that was a rolling rock. Yep. Put it back down. You're like, this will be gone in five minutes. Anybody will drink this here. Especially so, ice cold, dude. Oh, yeah. Super cold. It's it's the easiest to drink. Zach, on a scale of 0 to 100, biased or unbiased? Uh, 77. 77. Now, I am. I, I feel like I'm closer to Zach on this. I do think it is, in the last five years, I'll say, this has become my go-to beer. Sure. I will get this now more than I used to get hams. 
I love hams. I, I, I think I'm a hampian uh, through and through. Although Steve-O just told me that there's some beef going on. He's he's off the hams kick right now. Okay. Uh, he's apparently uh, they changed something and they're not making it uh, a certain way. He, he, oh, it's higher. They changed it to higher fr uh, fructose syrup, I think, uh, in, into it for the hams. So he's on Molson right now. He's, he's gone to the Molson side. Gotcha. Which, fair. Um, but I, I love Rolling Rock. I do really love Rolling Rock. So I have to go... I'm gonna go about where you. I'm gonna go with the 77 on this. Um, yeah. I wanted one of us to rank it as a 33, though, just just to because. But it doesn't yeah. deserve that. It doesn't deserve that at all. It is extremely delicious, extremely delightful, very very fucking drinkable beer. Now we have yeah. two more beers they're going to be doing, but we're gonna play this a little differently than we usually do. What we're gonna do is first thing we're gonna do is jump right into the featured music, and then we're gonna start drinking on our. Guinness that we have here, and then we'll right. come well, back it's after take the, the song. Whole fucking song to let this fucker That's what I'm thinking. That is what I'm thinking. So uh, start popping yours open, and we can start chit chatting a little bit about. Oh, was that both of you at the same time there? Yeah, yeah that, that was scary. perfect. All right, so No Matter is an energetic, fast-paced female male pop-punk punk rock band from Northern Ireland, reviewed as one of the best pop-punk bands in the UK scene and as one of the greatest things to ever come out of Northern Ireland. They have gigged and toured extensively across the UK, Ireland, and Europe with several multiple country tours under their belts and in 2019 played Posa or Posa Fest in Montreal, Canada, followed by a headlining show in Toronto. They are currently working on new material and can't wait to hit the road again to gig even more than they did before. You can check out their latest album, Excess Baggage, which was reviewed on punknews.org as being ranked as the number eight in the best of 2019 list of bands among such bands as Blink-182, Sum 41, Weezer, and more. Damn so they're, they're in very good pop punk, <coughs> pop alternative company in their reviews and their rankings. These guys uh, have had amazing reviews across the board, uh, but one of the editors of punknews.org said that this is his favorite pop punk album of the last 25 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is giving you a lot right off the bat. He gives it a four out of five, or four and a half out of five stars on that. Um, I, I don't know if I'll say it's the best uh, pop punk in the last 25 years because most pop punk has happened in the last 25 years in my opinion. <laughs> 1995 yeah. forward. Before that, you're more punk rock. Pop punk late 90s. Before yeah. that, you were more you know, descended stuff. You were more punk rock. But is extremely fun and the video is amazing. We're going to be playing the single for me versus myself. Uh, more recent video recorded remotely during lockdown while they weren't able to see each other. Just so you know, the households in Northern Ireland haven't been able to mix since September. Oh, so there's like nothing. Like you can't, like it's very strict over there. Um, this was uh, an animated video that was made by Kat herself, uh, the bassist and voc one of the vocalists and the main vocalist in this single. And she did it in honor of like the old retro boxing game it's kind of the style yeah, of like, it's like Mike, Mike Tyson, Tyson punch up. It's got that same feel. So here we are. We're going to jump right into it again. Really fun pop punk, female fucking vocals. Always love it. Again, in honor of Patty's Day, we went and found you guys an Irish band. They, they're not traditional Irish, and that's what I like. I like non traditional Irish. So we're going to pop open some traditional Irish and jump into this. Enjoy.
Again, that is me versus myself, one of the latest uh, releases from No Matter Again off the album Excess Baggage, right out of Northern Ireland. Now, uh, in honor, again, of St. Paddy's Day, we're drinking some Irish. We got the Rolling Rock, just to clarify, it, it's in a green can. So that's Irish, all right? So that's Irish. But now we're going traditional Irish. We've done the foreign stout on the show before, and I did yeah. not look at the ranking, so I, I want to see what we put this next to that. Just If I remember correctly, it was not good. Not as high as we think. I probably I went high, and you guys probably went low on that one, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for that Guinness maybe, stuff. Maybe, or, or it was just Maybe we did like it. I don't fucking remember. Maybe now, it was one of those um, surprising things. Guinness is traditionally looked at uh, in America as a very heavy beer. Um, people think that it's super thick, and I don't. It is very light, easy. He's so easy. Such to an chug. easy beer to drink. And Zach made it's a point to bring this up. Milk. This is supposed to be, according to how we were all educated from good old Barry, uh, you drink it in five sips. It is a five sipper. This is gonna be a two sipper for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's. I love it. I've drank a lot of Guinness in my life. Uh, once I found out I was uh, actually Irish, not German, I dove even more into it, you know? Yeah. Um, all those self-hate and Irish folk back in my, my family oh. tree, they, they wanted to be German so they uh, didn't have to be the Irish when they came to America. I wonder how they just assumed nobody knew what accents were yeah. when they got here. Like, what's no? I'm from Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf, I tell you. Actually, will, you but, know what was weird? My dad was talking about this the other day. He said during World War II, the... German bombers that would go over England, mm -hmm. if they were going to crash, they would try and land towards Ireland. Really? Because if they crash in Ireland, they they knew if they survived the crash, they'd get a meal and a beer from the <laughs> Irish people. Just just being well, yeah. nice. It would make they sense. Ireland guy wasn't out of a really, plane, like, well... Th they weren't really they super weren't really involved. They weren't involved, involved. So they were like, They oh, were far enough out that they, they just, escaped most of the attention. You want a potato and a brew, guy? <laughs> you look like you just survived a plane crash. You need a potato you, and a brew. You need a fucking beer. Um, and this, I've heard the story for, you know, my entire life that back in the day during the Industrial Revolution, Irish workers would be working like 18-hour shifts. They would have basically a six-hour break, and you would have like a little break in the middle of the day to eat. But instead of eating, you would drink like two or three Guinnesses and then go back to work because it has enough nutrients in right. there to keep you going, but also keeps your spirits up. And that's where you do get the cliches of the fighting Irish. You get the drunk Irish, everything like that kind of comes and stems from that. But at some point, it was safer to drink this than the water. water yeah, yeah. So right. totally get that. And there is very little uh, in the world that's more comforting than just a good Guinness. And I know that we don't have the real Guinness here, people in Ireland. I understand that you guys have the much better version. The closest thing we can get is the yeah. the extra stout. But I, I just, I just really there's, love. I like this. There's and a the nitro just can, nice and velvety. It's great. Oh, it's there's, perfect. It's as good as you can get it without it being on tap, for sure. And you they should have not be just bottles, sipping this you know? beer, though. No, four or five like, sips I think, max. I think a lot of people have that problem where they're just going to nurse a Guinness, and yeah. that's not how you drink no. it. There's a, 
I don't know. Just the you flavor that quick, sits in your mouth you from down, the Guinness is just so, and then, so nice. And it's supposed to be served around that like nice 55 degree mark. It's supposed yeah. to be more of like the room temperature beer. I love, like, I don't know if there's anything that I hate about it. I used to have like a, a fear of Guinness yeah. because it's so dark and intimidating right up front. You're just kind of like, do I want to have that? But once I had this and then I tried like a Young's double chocolate stout, I'm yeah. like, Oh, Young's Double Chocolate Stout is literally a, a fucking Wendy's uh, Frosty in a in a cup. Yes. This is so much easier to drink. Yep. And I, I don't know, I, it's one of my favorite beers in the world, and I don't want to go too crazy high on this, but I, I have to give it the respect, and my heritage has to be represented here, so I'm going to give this, I'm going to break the 80 threshold, and I'm giving this an 82. This is an 82 wow. for me. Wow. For a stout, this is the stout. I put everything else. Well, I mean, up if this against. is your standard, that makes sense. This is what I put it against. Can I get it down as easily as this? And if it's in that same ABV range, you know, I I want it to be easier to drink on me. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I would rather drink a Guinness than most stouts that are out there, even from microbrews. Like yeah. I appreciate a lot of them, and yeah, I like the fact one, that we do this. They're one and done. They're one and done. Yeah, it's just one of those things, like, I can't tell you, I mean, I just opened up one of the peanut butter stouts that were in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, from, the from, last time. from the last couple of weeks, or a couple, like a month or so ago yeah. now, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, uh, I think I'm, I think I'm close, I'm going to go 80 on this. 80 on this, all right, yeah. Zach, what are you giving this, Irish, you don't really got any Irish blood in you, either of you, right? No, no, no Irish? I'm Irish. You're, oh, okay. Yeah. As far as I know. UK, Irish, Irish, or actual Irish no, and English? I have English. Irish. Okay. I'm, I'm a lot more English. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit Irish, but yeah. mostly Who English. Who is it? Um, We're all Irish today and tomorrow. So, my dad was born in sure. Ireland and, like, grew up in Ireland. Is he a fan of Guinness? And did he have Guinness, like, growing up when he was a kid, or are they drinking other things there when no, they were... my dad... Uh, what do you leave there? My dad like grew eight? up in... Ireland, but he became an adult in readers, so oh, okay. he, he drinks know. Bush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just assume that at the age of eight, they're putting it in a bottle with a nipple um, on it for you. No, we always drink, because we always do, like, big St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. So we always drink Guinness for St. Paddy's Day, and while I love Guinness, I very rarely walk into somewhere and just, like... I think I'll have a Guinness. Yeah. It's become my normal w with certain bars. Like, if I go into certain bars around here and I just can't think and I just know they have Guinness on tap, it's like, give me Guinness while I think. The, the, right the hideaway, thing with, the I, hideaway to, I was going to say is the right I had thing. Because I had a Guinness glass with my fucking name engraved yeah, true, in behind true. the bar, you know? Yeah. Is oh, and we did... The 200 me, Club? Me and James... Um, not James, though. James... Asian James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we did the... The hundred club. Yeah, I remember. I'm pretty sure James I was did in the it. James was club. in it for sure. Yeah, yeah. The he twins, did that. In the maybe twins a week were definitely sometimes. in it. Yeah, no, it is. It, it's a, a sad thing that that club doesn't exist anymore. But I would now be a part of it. I would now be a part. That's of it. I drank more Guinness probably in the hideaway than than anywhere else. Than anywhere else. So what do you give Guinness scale of zero to one hundred? <laughs> you, you try to take our rankings out of it and just go with your yeah, heart. Go I'm with gonna, your gut. Gonna go. Rock a seventy-seven. I'm gonna give this a seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Well. All right. Hell yeah, man. It's, for what seven. it is, uh, it it is definitely worthy of that ranking, if not a little bit more. All right, guys. So we're gonna jump in. We have a second single, as promised, from No Matter. The next one we're gonna be hearing is called Migraine, and again, this comes from their performance at the Manchester Punk Fest way back in 2018. 
Uh, this is uh, right before their last tour where they toured Slovenia, Slovakia, Poland, Germany, the Netherlands, Czech Republic, and Belgium. And they got to do a bunch of really cool uh, appearances. And their stage presence is really awesome. I really enjoy their stage presence. Oh, yeah. The three vocals, when you have the ability to have three solid vocalists, it's great. And I will also uh, probably talk a little bit more about it afterwards. If you like anything you're hearing from uh, them, and this and the last song are similar but different, still in the same vein, but this is going to be more the guys on, on the main vocals, um, I would highly recommend going check out their, their YouTube page. You can find them at No Matter Band on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find them by searching No Matter Band, and it's the first thing that comes up on YouTube. But they did a couple of quarantine covers that are really fucking awesome. So we'll talk That's about cool. those in a little bit. But without any further delay, let's jump right into Migraine. We'll see you guys in a couple minutes. Drink some Guinness. Again, there you have it. That was Migraine from No Matter. Again, from Northern Ireland. Check them out at No Matter Band on Facebook and on Instagram. And as I was saying, go to YouTube. Check out their quarantine covers. Oh, yeah. I think it says they have three of them. Uh, the two that I checked out. Uh, first, I saw that they did Nice Guys Finished Last by Green Day, which is That's one of... Song. I love that era of Green Day so much. Wasn't and, that... That was on the... Um, uh, that was on the International Super Hits, no, for what sure. What soundtrack was that on? It was on... Uh, what's that football movie? Uh, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. Varsity, Varsity Blues, Blues. Yeah. 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 It's a good song for a soundtrack because it's got that, like, walking bass line and everything in it. And, I mean, 
their cover of it is really awesome, but the better thing that they do, and the thing I was really excited to see, and, and the, voice, the, the voice, the voice, the voice, everything really works. Their tones on their guitars yeah. just fully work. They do Private Eye by Alkaline Trio, and it's fucking That's awesome. Cool. I was thinking of just throwing that in there uh, to play, but you know, legalities and stuff. I, mm. I don't, I don't want to rub anybody the wrong way, but I'm sure Matt Skeeb has got enough money with his fucking Blink One Eight Two checks. We should do checks. that and do the verses from Private Eye, but then when it comes to chorus, we'll do Watching the Detectives. <laughs> just switch it up. Just switch it up. Do you ever hear? Remember the the uh, the, the what was the the Legions of Doom? The guys that used to do. I used yeah. to play them for you guys. I think all the time back in the day. But they do. It wasn't. It wasn't Private. It was like. Mercy Kill or one of, some other song mixed with like a Thrice song or whatever, yeah. I don't know I forget but it was fucking awesome and oh Stupid Kill it was Mercy Kill and Stupid Kid combined that's what yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's fucking awesome but either way no matter some great covers that they got out there during quarantine right. I really, I'll just say this uh, I, I love everything about them their drummer is just really fun to watch he is I've played with some drummers that are look very studious behind the drum kit, and this guy just looks like he's like on it, but he, he's right. still got that smoothness. He's very smooth, but he's got a very rigid approach. Like you can tell it. Maybe he wasn't, but it looks like somebody that like grew up in school band and then moved on to be like right. a, a punk drummer. Uh, but he's in the nicest way possible. He's got a very fun dorky presence behind the drum kit, and I thoroughly enjoy it. He also oh, yeah. looks. Most everybody anywhere looks like they can beat me up. But that guy also looks like he can beat me up. And I'm just going to say, come love you, appreciate you. Beat Kyle up. And come, come beat me up whenever you want. Justin sucks, PA. You can fight Kyle yeah, yourself. Yeah, just put it right in your Google. It'll take you from Belfast to here in a couple of boat rides. Yeah. I don't know how that shit works. I don't know. Now, Belfast uh, is right off 33. Right off 33. That's... It is. It's not too far away. We can go from there to Moscow pretty quickly, uh, but only around here. Now, uh, second beer that we're going to be drinking is Harp Lager. Now, Harp Lager was originally brewed by the same company uh, that makes Guinness. Guinness. Uh, but no longer are either of them technically made by the original Guinness company. They are now owned by Still saying that it's Diageo by or Diageo. It's yeah. still saying that it's been It's still brewed by, brewed by them. So Diego. this was... A lot more recent of a beverage than I assumed. It was established in 1960. Harp's only been around for 61 years now. And I just always assumed that this was probably before Guinness even because just, you know, not knowing things and making assumptions. I hope people uh, watch us open the beer, yeah. things like that, and then smoke cigarettes constantly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man... These guys are so fucking cool. These guys are not going to live long. Oh, no. Uh, welcome to the early retirement party, where we're celebrating our retirement every day because we're not going to make it to the actual age. Now, visually, visually, it, if you pour it into a glass, it looks kind of like a Miller Lite. It looks very, yes. very, you know, it's got that yellowy uh, color to it. Now, it was brewed in 1960 because the Guinness Company basically went, okay, people are switching... You know, with the with the times at this point, people started drinking more what they called continental lagers. So they went for this one, and um, if I'm not mistaken, this guy was he like a Um I will say I've only ever had Harp a handful of times. I don't ever see it anywhere. I don't see it on tap. I don't see it in bottles anywhere. I feel like yeah. I only found it today because tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day yeah, and everything Irish is on sale. Out on the shelf. I love the uh, visual presentation of it. I like the, the, the blue, the gold, and the red really work together on it. I feel is like that off white? I feel like it's got to be a I new bottle like or it's a throwback like five, bottle. Yeah, it's a, this yeah. looks like a throwback mm -hmm. bottle because five, ten years ago, 
heart. I can't even not, remember what they looked like. Look I just remember seeing the harp, and and that's about it. This looks more in the even the design of the bottle front itself. The the label has more of like a a, a Dundee brown ale feel, you know, like that. Yeah. Like it has that more. Uh, but which is probably it's the- definitely been okay. So the newer ones look like fucking like Miller Lite bottles. Okay, where it's wrapped. All right, and they have a heart premium. But, but the old green, ones the be gold. Logo. That's yeah, the I green remember. and gold, right? The green and gold. Yeah. Well, the green logo is more modern. The old one is yeah, literally. That one. It's just a Guinness. It, it's like the old Guinness with blue harp in the middle. Okay, all right. That, but that's... it's the gold. Gotcha. Oval. Gotcha. Now, um, I just took a sip of it and immediately forgot I just took a sip of it. I'll say that much about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, it's sort of like a. It tastes like Guinness in a sense, or it has the same feel of it's, Guinness with some leftover. It's fizzier. Like, you get yeah. that, obviously, because it's not a nitro. It is more just a traditional carbonated beverage. I I don't like it as much as I like Rolling Rock. I'll say that. It's, it, it has a mustiness like uh, it Heineken has. That, has. And, and that lager taste. It is yeah. that lager, yeah. that it's more lager. traditional yeah. lager taste. And yeah. obviously, they were trying to compete with Heineken probably more directly than anybody else. Now, when they came up with this beverage now, in 1960. Now, if this was more sweet, it mm-hmm. would taste exactly like Budweiser. It would. It really, it's yeah. got the dryness of Bud, or it would even, the bubbliness of it probably puts it more towards the champagne of beers True. range. Um, but because it yeah, doesn't have that. It's a little darker su- than It's a little darker life. than High Life. Um, it's not as sweet. Um, but it's not offensive. And again, no. I put these out about a half hour before we went live so they could get a little bit of time to kind of sit down to what the appropriate temperature would be. And I, I don't, it, it's not offensive. It's not offensive. It's above middle of the road to me, but sure. it is not anything that I'm like crazy, like jived on. Um, I'm going to try to do something in a minute because I do have one more bottle of, of Guinness, but I want to see what your. Uh, you like a black and tan I'm going to try without, I'm gonna without a spoon. I have a little bit left. You have a little bit left? Yeah. Um, Justin, what is your opinion on the harp? Have you had it much in the past before? I'm sure I've gotten it like when I got into microbrews and stuff, and I was yeah. just like. Let me try that. Yeah, I'm going to get this harp. Cool. And had no idea that it was a Guinness product at one point. And um, I don't know. It's not something that I th- I don't think I've gone to a bar and been like, yeah, let me have a harp. It's uh, never been I've a beer. Not, I've not been to like somebody's house. To me before. Yeah, I've not been to somebody's house and like, you got to drink this harp. Like, there's nothing. Uh, I don't know. That works me, a lot it's not better that than special. I thought it was going to. I'm really kind of shocked with that, with that slow pour that that actually kind of worked. Sorry, it's not it's not that special to you. I don't think it's that special. I think it's okay. So what do you give it? Zero to one hundred. What do you give in the harp? I'm gonna go fifty five. Fifty five? Fair. Yeah. It's fair. Um I I'm gonna go a little bit higher than that, but for a lager, uh I honestly don't know if I like it as much as I like Yingling lager. Um and I can't remember what I went with that. So I'm gonna go a little bit higher, but not that much. I'm gonna give it a sixty one and a half. It's a sixty one right. and a half. It's good. I can drink definitely a couple of them, but I can immediately feel that it's sitting on my stomach heavier than the Guinness does. Big time. It's definitely the carbonation is filling you up a lot more. I could drink the four Guinness um, before. All right, it's starting to mix a little bit more than, than it should have there. Now I will tell you um, that in the UK and in Ireland specifically, you don't call it a black and tan. You don't call it a black and tan. I believe they said it's called a one in one. Uh, you call it a one-in-one because the black and tans are actually a nickname for a uh, part of the uh, the military. Some like force that like was happening during okay. uh, the like Ireland leaving the UK and like uh, fighting for their own independence. So a black and tan was uh, a reference to the uniforms 
And then when we started having them here and we started making black and tans, we just called them black and tan because it was the color. I mean, but over I there, you, you call it a you call it a one and one. So I if guess you wanted to get uh, one, like when Fenton said that we were being offensive to him, oh yeah, called, you oh, know, yeah. ordered car bombs and yeah, he yeah, said, yeah, "Hey, yeah. we it's don't, the, we, I don't come into your bar it, and order 911. It's the so. greatest thing that he ever said ever. I, I yeah. literally walked in, can I get two Irish car bombs? He's like, "Go fuck yourself." What if I walked into one of your bars and ordered a 911? And I, oh, went, what would a 911 be? A 911. We've already established this to be two shots next to each other, and oh, both of yeah, them have 151, and you would light them on fire one. And then four we minutes later, the other one. We've definitely yeah, we done did. this. <laughs> but let's bring it back up on Patty's yeah. Day. Um, yeah. yeah, trying to do that slow pour without a... Uh, it doesn't work. It just slowly all mixes together. But I'm going to give us a taste on what it feels like together. Uh, Zach, what are you 60. giving this? 60, a fair 60. It's all right. It's all right. Also, uh, black and tans sort of suck. Black and tans are good. I'm not a with, fan with, of the black and tans. With like Mag- well, I guess Magner. The Magner, Magner, yeah, but that's a whole different. It's a different we've been, thing. We've had the local brewery, uh, or the local cidery hardball. We have them on tap. It's a caramel apple cider, right? And if you do a black and tan with that, the mixture of the in-your-face, uh, like over-the-top sweetness of what most local cideries and most local wineries sure. are very, very super sweet, um, and it sells. So power to them on that. It worked so well with the Guinness, like you can cut it down, but. If anybody wanted a Guinness before that, it was with Yingling, and I always felt yeah. weird because it's supposed to be more of a, a pale ale that you're you're serving it with. Right. So right. even even Harp doesn't doesn't really cut it for what you're supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, it's not it's not the greatest beer in the world. Harp mixing them together, it's not bad. Uh, but I really just want to have a Guinness. I just want to have a Guinness tasting a little bit of that flavor. Yep. And you're right, it does have a Guinness feel to it, but then it the does. fizziness. And, and just the, the, happy, the, or the happiness of, yeah, it's of got, the Yeah, it's got the dry champagne feel in there. And it's not that it's that hoppy. It's just that when you have an IPA that has very dry hops, Ooh. it sits on the back of your mouth. Yeah. And it just, you're like, fuck, I have to keep drinking because this sucks. You know? Yeah, especially when you're not in that mood, for sure. Um, yeah. Now, I've got just poured shit all over myself trying to make that black and tan. Um, what do you think, in your opinion, uh, the Magners is a great combo? Have you ever done any weird combinations with black and tans? Because I would be interested in seeing with, like, the peanut butter milk stout or the sure. raspberry milk stout, trying to make... If you get, like, Magic Cat number nine and that raspberry, I'm really interested in seeing what an apricot and raspberry honestly, combo would taste like. Honestly, I think that we should do, when we do a pre-recorded, uh-huh. is, and we can do this, we can just go and find whatever loose... Bottles, yeah, that we can. I like loose bottles. Um, them all together. No, yeah. and and find it's a one and one find and one a combination one one. that is the correct peanut butter and jelly combo, okay. or or in that vein, like, you know, I know I know black and tan and all that, but I mean, I feel like it's in the same same uh, reign of of flavor profile. You know Hell what yeah. I mean? Like, oh yeah. Now, other um, than food, no, I have not fucked with anything. I in the black yeah. and tan. I, I, I'm sipping. The more I sip on this, the more I am just again saying that I kind of just wish it was Guinness only. Yeah. Um, I've got another harp over here, so I'm gonna try to get that one down just on its own. But while we're sipping on these, we do have another song that we're gonna be playing tonight because it's our song. As always, we've written, recorded, mixed, and mastered our brunch weekly original single in the last couple of hours. Started around like three, four o'clock today. And this is a, oh my god, it's just been a train of silliness the last couple of weeks. We are in the midst of Bubba Chetta, the Brunch Funk album, and all inspired by cheese or cheese-named things. So tonight, uh, as far as the story goes, this is the Ballad of Bubba Chetta. 
This is the kind of the, not the title uh, track, but as close as you're going to get to a title track on this. Bubba Chet, as Zach explained it before, it, uh, a little bit in, in a previous episode, um, it, you said at that point it was kind of like more like a, not necessarily a person, but like a feeling in that way. And this time we just went with it. It is a person. It is a person. And he is a, uh, in my opinion, he is a loud, brash, in your face, fun loving redneck that is pimped to the max. This guy's got yep. gold ring. He is the Biggie Smalls of the backwoods. He right. That's what I pictured in my head that he just looked like. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, when you say that, I just think he kind of looks like John Popper, but like wearing a hoodie. Like he, he, He's <laughs> yeah. got real big sideburns, jowly neck, yep. and he's probably got one he's or two. like a bit, like got a big like fucking... Gold chain. gold chain, oh yeah, gold chain necklace. Rings. He's got the fucking, he's got the rings. He's got the the watch. He's got everything, yeah. but it is all muted by him wearing like camo hat and <laughs> Carhartt bibs. Carhartt bibs for sure. Like this guy is Carhartt bibs with nothing underneath it. This is most likely what this guy's walking around yeah. with ninety percent of the year. So like. Um, a- Biggie Smalls plus Maddie Matheson. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Maddie Matheson is what popped into my head when I was just describing that, so that makes total sense. Now, as far as the musical side of this, we've been again going with the funk. Who are you listening to this uh, week? Curtis. You were listening to Curtis, and you. Uh, Curtis Mayfield, that is not Fifty Cent. Yeah, Curtis Mayfield. But I love Fifty Cent too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we weren't listening to Fifty Cent. We weren't listening to Fifty Cent. Um, and this song, aside from being super silly. Uh, we spent a lot of time, uh, a lot more time, of uh, the drums than we did on the the past couple, because you were just coming up with weird things, and then Zach's trying to like cut them and make them like work in different spots. Right. And then the editing side of things just really took hold, yeah. and the song was more complete when I did the vocals than almost any other song has been before. I mean, this week I got bass, so yeah, that's like a uh, new. Yeah, it, sometimes it, I mean sometimes I'll get guitar and bass, but most of the time through the process it's like rough guitar with yeah you got to actually hear most of like the that, song you know when you sat I mean? down. Um, now as far as the recording of the drum side of things, what were you pulling from on this one, Justin? What was what was your thought pattern behind this? Fun and punk or uh, fun and punky, yeah. Fun and funky. Pun you know and funky. I mean? You yeah. went with pun, pun and funky. funky yeah. I'm pretty uh, sure I was screaming, "Think about shrimp!" Yeah, shrimp. You did say, "Think about shrimp." I, yeah, while you were drumming this, the most important thing is you think about eating shrimp. <laughs> yeah. And that um, I don't know if it really works, uh, uh, but I think that is that is the way you should listen to it. Yeah. You should listen to this as if you were thinking about eating shrimp. eating shrimp. Now, we do have an underlying story kind of going throughout uh, this album that if you're watching the show, you, you know. Um, there is a guy named Charles who uh, was a little bit of a psycho uh, asshole with the Gouda in the first song at his job, got fired, and then went to the hard stuff, the real soft stuff, actually, <laughs> the feta. And then uh, now he is working off a of debt and working for Bubba Chetta. And so we kind of keep that, you know, hidden in there in the background. But Bubba Chetta, he is a he's he's a cool cat. He is uh, he's smooth, but purveyor of fine goods. He is he he can uh, like Morgan Freeman and Shawshank Redemption. He is known to get a thing or two if you need a thing or two. Uh Um, And he's also known to get the ladies and to slap a couple people around when they really need it. He is the coolest smoothest guys uh-huh. uh, of guys um, I, in his really, wooded section it is wooded section of the world now I, I don't really know what what else to say about this because this is 
I think we're we're capping off the weirdness here, and I'm excited to see where the next couple of songs go because, yeah, we, I mean, a what cheese are we gonna do? Um, I th- I feel like Brie has to be done. We have to do something with Brie, and that could be a nice love song even. Oh, could be we're singing about Brie, uh, but this one is just all about. A badass. This is like Bad Bad Leroy Brown, but about a man named Bubba Chetta. Yeah. Um, So let's jump right into it. Our Brunch Weekly original single for Season 5, Episode 23. Here it is, the third track off of Bubba Chetta, The Ballad of Bubba Chetta.
Alright guys, there you have it. Bubba Cheddar, the cool trend setter. Nothing better to be there. Alright guys, yeah. there you have it again. The, the third off of the album, Bubba Cheddar. Um, yep. Now, uh, this is where we're going to kick things up a notch. We're going to kick things up a notch. Uh, Kicking it up a notch. A couple notches. Um, we are now going to do oh, God. our definitive uh, decision here. On an argument. Now, I will say that there is one other brand that we could have Those added. Are both glass. They are both glass. Um, Real quick, yeah. which one of these have yeah. you drank more of? I think I, I know oh, the obviously. answer. Jameson, Jameson. Way more Jameson. We are going to be drinking some Jameson and some Telemore Dew. Now, uh, Jameson is uh, the go-to for us, I think, when we're doing shots. Telemore Dew is, I don't think of it because a lot of places don't carry it. That's um, true. A lot of places don't I carry it. I almost never drink it. way more I, expensive, isn't it? I feel like it has to be. I feel like that, that has to be part of the reason that not a lot of places carry both. Um, or they're just like, it's one or the other. We pick one. Um, and I know that there have been things that people have said, like, one's the Protestant, one's the, the Catholic. And that yeah, argument but is really... Yeah, we're Satanists, but so that, what does it matter? But that argument also is uh, totally moot.tv um, in, in this situation because it's not between Jameson and Tully. It's between Jameson and Bushmills. And oh, yeah, there were no Bushmills. small bottles of Bushmills that I saw. We, uh, so we went with Tully. We got Mikey saying that uh, reminded him a lot of the Lennon Claypool delirium. Oh, and he said that yeah. it's funny that we oh. were bringing up what we were talking nice. about. Nice. That's Lennon. fucking awesome. Hey, everything can be brought back to the fucking Beatles when you're talking now, music. No. Before um, I crack into either of these, yes, I I'm just going to say I'm going to let them. I'm going to let them. If it's a, a good bit. bottle of Jameson, that is what I was going. to... Yes, yes. It's, I'm going. I think I'm going to enjoy. Jameson is famous, at least to especially us, especially right now, for not having uh, consistency across the board. You will get a bad bottle of Jameson, and it does but seem to bad, happen. Bad. It's just spicy. It's got a spicy. Yeah, bad. Some, they didn't it's, let it age as long. They pulled it a couple of months or a couple of years. Down. And you definitely have that after you drink it. When you've been doing shots of it for years, you shouldn't really have that reaction. But sometimes it's a welcomed thing. Sometimes you really really are like, oh, yeah, I'm drinking alcohol right now. Now, um, Jameson, during this time of year, like anything else that's Irish, gets really... I'm assuming they have to plan far in advance, years and years in advance, for every single St. Paddy's. But I feel like no matter what... They have to bottle stuff before it is uh, before really? it is ready, really to go. Now, I will say I've had plenty of Jameson. I've never had a tiny little Jamo bottle in my uh, recollection. I've had on airplanes. I've had Jack Daniels um, yes. when I've asked for whiskey. Right, but I don't think I've ever uh, been. Given I had a Jameson. tiny little fire bottle, fireball bottle the yeah. other day. I was snowboarding. Yeah, and some kid snowboarding, and they was like, "Hey, man." For you, and threw me a fucking. Now, did you look? Was it the thirty-five percent or one, or the fifteen percent or one? Yeah, was it from the store? They have a fifteen percent one that you can no, now get regular. at regular. You can get it at the beer distributors. Yeah, they're just doing like lower alcohol, still tastes exactly the same, yeah. but it's only a fifteen percent bottle. I'm pretty sure this was a regular. Yeah, all right, but I don't know. Um, but it was pretty cool. Now I feel like airplane yeah, bottles cool. are a wonderful thing, um, and I. Don't buy them very often because I'm just gonna buy a whole bottle of liquor. Yeah. Um, Does this equal out to a single shot or is it two shots? I feel like this is a it's two 50 shot. Mil. What's what's a shot glass? I don't know. Uh, what's one in, ounce in, supposed to be? I'm not sure. One shot is supposed to be like one and a quarter ounces, right? Like one and a quarter ounces is a regular shot. Um, I'm not sure what the 50 mil to it is. Um, now, uh, one fluid ounce is 30 mil. 
Thirty. Okay, so this is about a shot and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. Um, now I will notice uh, one thing. Tullamore Dew. If you've never noticed, Dew is uh, its initials. Yeah, D E W. I always thought it was just Tullamore Dew, Dew, and they kind of leaned into that because that's how people pronounce it. But it was after one of the uh, original uh, distillers, D E W, were the initials there. Uh, Tullamore Dew started in 1829. Jameson started in 1780. And to give you a little bit of uh, understanding, Guinness itself, I believe, is 1759. So there was a 21-year span where you had the ability to get Guinness, but you weren't able to get Jameson. So I'm wondering what they were putting in their Irish car bombs at that point. I don't know what they were doing. Probably not much of anything. Um, Now, What are we starting with on this? I I feel like to give it a fair shot, we have to start with the Tully. We have to start with the Tully because we're used to Jameson. And what I'm thinking is it's about two shots. It does. Both have a very similar uh, uh, scent to them. The Jameson smells spicier. It does smell a little bit. I got one clogged nostril, so I'm only using one here. But um, the last time I remember having Tullamore Dew was at like the Amber Steakhouse. They didn't sell Jameson, and they had Tullamore Dew. Really? And yeah, we would leave the casino and we'd go down to the Amber. You know that's R.I.P. a Korean restaurant. It's a yeah, Korean barbecue, I believe. Huh. They open. Yeah, I haven't been yet. I haven't been, but if it's good Korean barbecue, I will definitely oh, yeah, go check it out. Now uh, again. Uh, not a big uh, Tully fan in in my memory, but I'm I'm willing to for St. Patty's Day's sake, and for for all of you guys, so you can make your decision yourself. Which your decision should be buy a bottle of each of them. Um, let's see which one we think definitively. Which one is the houseboat ranking? For responsibility. Glasses up for responsibility. <laughs> That's what it says. Dude. Really? On the back it says uh, glasses up to drinking responsibility. Oh, so here's to not driving. So here you guys go. Tell them do. I'm going to do about halfy on this guy. That's smooth. It's very smooth. That is really smooth. Oh, come on, Jameson. I hope you have a good showing here. Now, there is a bite at the end. Definitely a bite. It's less fire going down. But I, that is sweet. Yep. That has the spice that I like. If you gave me that and said it was Jameson, I would not question you on that. And I just ended up drinking the bottle. Drinking the like, whole bottle. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to save a little bit to go back to. Um, no, that was really nice, though. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, there was some fire going down, but yeah. it wasn't Yeah, oh, well, like, it should uh, burn. It's not fucking Canadian mist, you know, yeah. or whatever that fucking shit is. You want it to actually burn. You want to taste. You're drinking whiskey for a fucking reason, right? Is it reason, smoother right? than Jameson? Yeah, they have that yeah, question. Because all the mistakes have made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you, again, if you gave me that and said it was Jameson, I would not know the difference. And I will say that plenty of times in my life as a bartender, somebody has said, hey, can I get a shot of Tell Him or Do? And I've been too quick, and I just pour a shot of Jameson. Just don't tell them that it's not Tullamore Dew, and nobody has ever questioned me on Well, it. the thing is, is is this a good batch of Tullamore Dew? And is this a good batch of Jameson? So really... Like, like is there... Is, I have not drank enough of this mm-hmm. to be like, oh no, that's the standard. Yeah, like maybe that shouldn't be the way it tastes. Maybe it's too sweet, or it's it's not sweet enough. Or that's a good one. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to say, I, I, I think that's a good showing from the Tullamore Dew there. I agree. Um, before we lose the taste too, too much... From that, let's jump into to the bottle of JMO. Right. So, uh, tried and true. Here we go. Ugh. Oh, that's spicy. Good, spicy. Oh. Woo, it's spicy. But 
<laughs> but I will say <laughs> that that is what I that is a it's spicy, but that's not a bad bottle. No, of it's not a bad bottle. But sipping it after, I'm glad we did it in that way because the tolly would not have tasted like anything. Now no. the question like comes a down to is, soap free, like a soapiness, floralness to yeah. Jameson. Yeah, yeah. There's something. I don't yeah, know if it's the wood or whatever. Well, like, I think that was a big thing about uh, how they are aged. One is aged. Oh, what's up, No Matter? Thank, thank oh, you for being hell here. Yeah, oh, guys. Hey guys, what's up? Man, All the way middle of the night over there. Salon, what is it? Slante? Slante? I can never say it. I know how to read it though. Slante. Sorry if I'm saying. Cheers it wrong. to you guys. Cheers. Long. Slante. Long schlong day. Happy long schlong day to you. Um, now, you guys are in the chat, so I'm curious for you guys. Are you, are you Bushmills? Are you Tullamore Dew? Are you Jameson? If you're going you Irish traditional whiskey, what do you go with? to this. And what are your opinions on uh, Guinness and Harp? If, if you guys want to chime in there, we would love to have some uh, actual first-hand experience in Ireland. Because we're also drinking all this knowing that we might not be getting the best of the best here. Yeah. True. But drinking true. those two side by side right there, if those are just, uh, we could do the experiment a hundred times, and I'm sure we will in the rest of our lives. Yep. What I think after that is that Tullamore Dew is way easier to drink. It is smooth. It was tasty. It was sweet. And I did not want to gag at all. And right now while saying this, from the Jameson, I still have a gagginess yeah. in me. Now that could be again a bad performance from a bad batch or something like can that. We, can but we that all just play admit, into it as well? Can we all just admit that we've had that moment? Even yeah. it could be your second beer in, and you get that shot of Jameson, especially going Ooh. to places like floods. Well, you're like, I need to go to the bathroom right well, now well, and, and, and spit up a little bit. Well, yeah, you take that shot, and immediately as it hits your yep. fucking mouth, you're Jameson like, has made me Ugh. throw up plenty of times. And because I've had it way more times, oh. I can say Tullamore Dew has never made me want to uh, vomit. <laughs> but I definitely had Jameson, and it's like either I just ate, and then someone was like, I'm at the bar, and somebody's just like, hey, do you want to do a shot? And you're like, yeah, sure. And they give you a shot, and you, you're in the middle of your fucking cheesesteak or your fucking Reuben or whatever oh. you're eating. And you you already sipped the beer a couple of times. Someone buys you a shot. You do that. It's like, boop, boop, boop. I've definitely lost a few meals on the upchuck from Jameson there. Now, judging again, just from uh, the performance of this apparently bottle. Apparently it is Kat from No Matter. And hey. She says that she is the worst to ask. So, hey. Uh, also, can we just talk about shot etiquette real quick? Say that if again. Shot, shot etiquette. etiquette. Yeah. Okay. If you're, well, you know, when bars start reopening and again yeah, and everything, yeah. if you're going out and you're buying shots for people, don't fucking waste time and ask them what they want. Unless you're being kind yeah. and like, hey, what do you want? And if you don't get yeah. a definitive answer, then just fucking order a shot that I'm, everybody. I'm curious as to why this is coming up to you because this is coming up to me specifically in my brain for something that happened two days ago. No, I mean it just happens all the time. Yeah. Where it's like, what I, do you want? Hey, well, I'll get you a shot. What do you shot want? And it's etiquette. like, no, dude. Like, Good topic. Like. Just I'll buy have a what shot. I'll have whatever you're having. Just buy the like, shot. It doesn't matter. The buyer chooses in that situation. And if you are somebody that goes like, oh, do you want a shot? And you say, yeah. And they go, okay, I'm doing crown. And then you're like, oh, I like fireball. It's like, no, fuck you. Just, you're doing the crown. You're That's what the person's what buying, buying yeah. you. Um, unless it's like a friend and I go, whatever unless he it's wants. Steve. Yes. Because then he's like, oh, here's a, here's a shot of vodka. You're like, 
That's Rumpelmans. That's Rumpelmans. Yeah, oh, Rumpelmans is a. As, as he's staring at the glass like yeah. Mister Burns <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> yeah. That is a that is a great trick. I mean, is it worse to get Rumpelmans or Black House when you're not expecting it? Because uh, both are. I mean, Rumpelmans is like so minty. The worst is Rebel Yell. If anybody gives it. Oh, to Oh fucking Sorry. Rebel Yell. Uh, fucking... We also have Cat uh, commenting. It says in the north, Bushmills is the go-to, but it's more available. Okay, that makes sense, and that's what my research showed me is yeah. that that I think they are more of a, if I'm not mistaken, a more Belfast uh, uh, based uh, distiller. Now, um, I would say, just ranking these two, uh, not giving them a zero to one hundred, I have to say that, like I I, I go against my traditional options uh, and my traditional choice. I think Tullamore is better because it's smoother and it's the same alcohol, but yeah, that can also get dangerous if that's how easy number one went down i'm gonna sip the rest of mine here that's how easy number one went down number two through ten are gonna go down super easy and at least jameson is still reminding you what you're drinking every single time and once in a while it tells you to open up that hatch and vomit everything back up into a pasture so that's why i'm i'm my vote i'm sticking with jameson it's tried and true i know what i'm getting into I know a little bit uh, of a chill on the last bit of that that, that telly. You can you can figure out how your night's going if you walk up to a bar and you're like shots of Jameson yeah. and the first one is yeah. fuck all and uh, you're like okay it's gonna be a rough night but yeah. you get those nights where it's a uh, to go back to the, to the shot etiquette thing. The other day I was uh, I was out and and there was a girl and a small group of people and she goes hey who wants to do a shot and then she tried to do the thing where she asked everybody what they wanted to do. And then she clarified after the fact of going, oh, you're all buying your own shots. So shot etiquette rule number oh, two. Oh, yeah. Buy the shots If for you people. say who wants to do a shot, you are opening it up to everybody within earshot. Yes. Or if you're like, hey, if you don't want to do that, you go, hey, guys, you want to buy a shot? But that's why you just buy the fucking shot. You just go to the bartender hey, and you go, hey, four shots. let me get four shots of fucking Jameson. Let me get four shots of Crown. Let me get four Swift Kicks. Whatever the fuck it is you were drinking. And if you're at a certain place where they have a very specific shot, like they do a breakfast shot or they do a fucking, you know, Swift Jager Bob's or big thing. Like Swift Kick at Floods, a Bling Bling at Floods if you're local to the, the Poconos in oh, East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Go, Stroudsburg, go, Pennsylvania. go get some Bling. Sunday morning Bling. Oh, get Sunday some morning. There was, a, there was a Sunday morning Bling period of my life where every Sunday morning was just blinged out blinged out blinged out, blinged out beyond Mr. belief Nicks. yeah dude um, but if you're asking people if you if the words does anybody want a shot come out of your mouth in any way you are buying that shot yeah. and don't, the and rudest don't, thing you can do is go hey who wants to do a shot which is what this girl claimed she said it that way and that made it okay sure. who wants to do a shot isn't going like hey who wants to buy a house one day yeah. you're saying who wants to shot right now yeah and you were buying those shots. Yeah. So she did this, and she had this whole thing, and she was like trying to figure out what people wanted. Some people wanted crowns. Some people wanted other things. And I just turned around, and I was like, can I just get eight shots of Jameson? And everybody turned around, and all of a sudden there were eight shots of Jameson on the bar, and I moved them over to the table and put them down. And I was like, either I'm doing eight shots of Jameson or all of you assholes are doing a fucking shot with me. Right. And everyone picked up a shot, and they all did it. Some of them complained afterwards, but fuck them. They got drunker, they got a, they got and they got a free shot out of it. Dude, and I'm not taking the time to ask you 
That's the other side of etiquette is you take what's given to you. If you don't want don't it, you go. about it. You say, hey, no, thank it. you. No, thank That's you. That's fine. And the guy who somebody. bought it will gladly drink another one to eight Me and Charlie shots. used to do shit skis, yeah. which was um, uh, Fleshman's. Oh, yeah, dude, I remember that whole phase. I remember that whole phase. Because there'd be like 12 of us out, and I was like, well, was it just like Fleshman's do a shot. Schnapps? Like, what were you doing? No, just the Fleshman's Well Whiskey. Oh, yeah, whiskey. Oh, yeah. Or uh, what's the other uh, brand? The other the Canadian. Whiskey. Yeah, yeah, you can get no, uh, not even the Canadian. Uh, I don't know. Seagram 7 is generally, it yeah, seems to be the bottom good. shelf around here. Yeah, a lot and Jocks, it was Fleshman's out. So yeah. me and Charlie would get a whole tray of fucking Fleshman's. And walk around and pass them out. Shots, we're like, oh, what is this? Like, it's, sh- it's the shittest whiskey you can get. A bunch of us invented the uh, at karaoke one night when they used to do tacos and bombs and yeah. karaoke. We invented taco bombs, which yeah. we just looked at Fenton and I was like, I don't know, just make taco bombs. These kids think it's real. And he just poured Cholula hot sauce, yep. Red Bull, and fucking tequila. Yep into a fucking shot and and we all did it and you know what all those kids if we bought them a shot they did it and they enjoyed it they actually really enjoyed it they they thought it was a well, real thing most, most people are not gonna fucking complain if you're like hey you want a shot they're yeah. not what they might say hey what drink? am i drinking yeah you know what i mean but like hey what is this just so i know before i put it in my mouth yeah, yeah. because if it is somebody pulling a fast one on you and you're getting black house or rumplemans and because also just dark liquor, you think you're getting just a shot of Jaeger, and it winds up being a third Reich, and you have Rumpelmann's, Goldschlager, and Jaegermeister all in there. That is a blast in the fucking which, face. Which can I just say as a as far as a shot, best the third Reich, shot ever. Well, the third Reich, uh, not to out anybody That's really by offensive. name. That's really offensive. We were Justin. we were out at floods, yeah, and a friend of ours uh-huh, uh-huh. decided he was going to be nice and buy it. This girl whose birthday. Was going on at floods. He was interested a third Reich. Oh no! Her shot, and he ended up getting a third Reich because we were just on a kick. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. there was a time. Like, there was a time. Third um, Reichs happened a lot. And and uh, it's called the forties. He goes to hand it to the girl, and she's she's like, uh, "What is this?" <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Oh, it's a third Reich." And she's like, "I'm Jewish." Oh, <laughs> and he's just yeah, like, "Give me yeah. the fucking shot Give back!" Me the like shot he literally back. took sorry. it back. I'm like, sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Do we have any like Manischewitz? Do we have any Manischewitz? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, have you ever drank Manischewitz just while yeah. we're on the subject? Sure. Fucking yeah, delicious. Yeah. Fucking love it. That's almost better than just drinking the fucking LaRue Blackberry Brandy, which I don't care what you say. It's fucking delicious for the first 20 of them. Mm. And then the next morning, it sucks. It's good no for a worse. cold, dude. Blackberry yeah. Brandy is the best for a cold. Get yeah. you all warm and fucking toasty. Oh. Well, it no, is. I prefer a whole bottle of Robitussin and a whole <laughs> bottle of Jägermeister. That'll get you through a fucking cold. Oh, it Fair will. You'll be, you be yeah, bumbo tripping for days, bro. Yeah, and puking. Oh, oh my god! Only if you can remain awake. If yeah, if you can, you know, you'll still be puking even if you can't remain you can, awake. That's true. You just, you know, I'm pre- saying you'll be tr- just pre-plan to not on Scott yourself and face <laughs> downwards. You know, you don't want to be. It's been a long time since I've done that. I remember when puked in your sleep. No, no. Since I went on that, that for a cold. Oh, okay. Robitussin. The Robitussin Jägermeister. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an evil combination there. 
That is that is not good not at good all. Nope. That is not. So uh, again, guys, everybody knows tomorrow is St. Patty's Day. When this releases oh, on yeah. the Moot Monday drop and everything like that, it'll have already been gone. But celebrate, Patty. Celebrate wisely. Be safe. Uh, take Ubers. Don't drive if you're going to be out and about drinking all day and everything like that. Are they like doing that. the parade and shit tomorrow? The parade is not happening until September for most areas around here. So we're okay. hopefully pushing it back to September. It People seems, are going to be out there. Uh, Pennsylvania is opening up their laws after uh, Easter. 4th, uh, yeah. April 4th. Yeah, April 4th. 4th. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they are definitely waiting till St. Paddy's is done. That yeah. is the, the move they're making. So go out. Support your local bars. Support wherever you are. Just go out. Have a drink. Be safe about it. But it, it, get out and, and be ready for the world to start returning back to some form of familiarity. Um, at least here in America, and maybe we're stupid for that. Maybe we're way far too far ahead. We might. But, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But we're in a Bubba Cheddar state of mind. We're in a Bubba so Cheddar state of mind right now, guys, and it's about to get nice out. We're about to have you know just good weather starting to happen, and we I hope that small everything opens up over in in Ireland, Northern Ireland. I hope everything in the UK starts open up because it would be great to start traveling again uh one day and the first place i'm going the second we are allowed to go overseas whether i have to have a fucking stamp on my passport that says i'm vaccinated or not first place i'm going is ireland this is the first place 100 that i am trying to get to whether it's me alone i will do a five-day trip to ireland alone and just sit in bars in dublin all week long and maybe take a day trip out to the country that's what my mom did i can't wait i can't wait to travel and see all that shit and really to taste all of these things that we've been drinking tonight in the country that they're supposed to be consumed in because i can only assume that maybe budweiser has a different taste over there maybe if you get yingling in another country which i don't think they do right now maybe it is different it's um, like uh, if you go out, like anybody that's living out west, I hate to break it to you, you're not getting real cheesesteaks or pizza nope. from the East Coast. <laughs> the last bit of that, Jameson, really, I'm still 100% of the Tullibur Dew kick. I might do Tullibur Dew tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be uh, starting my day off nice, bright, and early, working my way down Main Street, Stroudsburg, drinking through the bars, supporting as many people as I can support Fuck while yeah. destroying my liver. If you are local to our area and you're hearing this now, Again, go out. Everybody's going to be having food specials. Cinder, we got food going on. Crazy food specials. We're doing some uh, uh, Reuben um, egg rolls. We're doing Reuben egg rolls for a nice little uh, oh, yeah. uh, fusion food style. We're doing uh, Irish-style nachos, which is just potato chips. And with a we bunch lost of our Irish unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> American Irish. American Irish. Don't forget that everything we say has the asterisk of America next to it. Cat is saying uh, Guinness Factory is a must. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be. Now, when I looked into my heritage, my family on my mom's side and my dad's side, one of them, I think my mom's side was literally on the block that the Guinness Factory, the original Guinness Factory is. That was the last address I was able to find was like on that street. And then my father's side, they are located like about like, less than a half a mile away from the Jameson uh, distillery so I can just assume that I'm inbred because they were that close together uh, 150 years ago yeah, look at- and <laughs> I, I got weird things like you know flat feet and bird bones and stuff so I'm definitely Irish flat feet. bird bones bird bones yeah, real, brittle, bones, real brittle hollow bones yeah I got super hollow bones 
Uh, this I, motherfucking can fly, dude. I, I, I can in my dreams. Wings. I can in my dreams. Well, all right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, as always, a uh, big shout out to everybody over at Moot.TV for getting us put out to you on our Moot Monday drops alongside Let Me Ask You a Question. They've been crushing it, getting really awesome guests and inspiring me to oh, try yeah. to start reaching out to other podcasts and other musicians and everything because they've just been crushing it on that platform there. So go check out. EJ5000, Sir Anthony DeAngelis, Anthony of the Angels, and the Gregor Man, whenever he is available. Over on Let Me Ask You a Question, you can check out back episodes of White Wasabi and the Derek D. Dozen. Also our friendly podcast, But What Do We Know, where yeah. they do different true crime stuff, and they chit-chat and have a great time, and we do the theme music and not, some of the segment uh, no, music. That's not... But What Do We Know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm that's, stupid. That's all right. <laughs> And then I'm thinking of no, I'm stupid. I did it backwards because usually I go them last, and then also go check out not movies or the other podcast that Sean does (laughs) called Sean and Dave Make Music, not movies. Um, And go check them out. They they put episodes out here and there. You can see Zach and I on on past episodes of that as well. They are Um, really good listens. We've got a lot of stuff in store coming up. We're going to be finishing up season five. The rest of our Bubba Chetta album. What, two, we- two, uh, two episodes two left episodes. in season five. And then we're going to be taking maybe a little bit more of an extended break and then coming back probably in June, I'm thinking, got, uh, for season six. We've part. got some things in the store. We're going to kill for Kyle. You. Finally. Kyle's going to die. He's we, gotta, we just brought him back, dude. We just show. fucking fuck brought him you. back. You just brought me back fuck. from the dead. It is time to kill me again. <sighs> well, uh, big shout out to, uh, and a thank work. you, uh, as always, to Mr. Justin Olimpedo. Yeah, man, you're welcome. Thank you so much for being here, putting all this together. Oh, yeah, and yeah. a big shout out to Mr. Zachary. <laughs> It was good for you. It was as good for you as it was for me, and you're not going to complain about that. For Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, I am your host, Kyle Mocha. We will be back next week with featured music from Voodoo Shakedown and and just more songs about cheese, I guess. More songs about cheese, uh, as always. Uh, We got an ultimate finale from Rick. Kyle dies. Kyle dies. It's the ultimate finale. It is the ultimate finale. Well, as always, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck the fans. Fuck the fans. And Jeff Dunham. Foxworthy. Oh, you already did Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff talking. Buckley. I'm having a trouble. Jeff, trouble finding this Jeff Dunham was a good one. You know yeah, you I don't know it. how to end the show oh, if you're God. Jeff Buckley. Mood.tv. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I, Kelsey Grammer? If I could only drink like him, we're gonna ride.